Welcome to Yento and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and are ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. this past weekend and then i felt like today all of a sudden it went back up to like uh it felt like the 80s i didn't check i didn't like Mm -hmm. actually now i want to check and see because it was warm and i was really surprised because it was cold this past weekend and so the fact yeah it was like high yeah low actually no low 80s it hit today Okay. okay craziness well happy fall officially yeah happy fall oh shit I, it's recording already hey hi, hi. happy fall happy, happy fall happy pumpkin spice lattes um, Ooh, how about how about apple cider donuts Ooh, yes right though i saw a recipe come up and i was like do i try or do i just like to make that- it Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. I have the New York Times cooking, whatever the fucking, I think it's called just New York the Times cooking. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I saw it come up and I was like, oh, oh. And then, you know, part of me was like, why am I lying to myself? Am I really going to be able to do this? Why not just, I just mean, go and buy no, them? I think you should, on behalf of the podcast, me and um, your <laughs> listeners- <laughs> Please, because I, I I get I get so scared of baking. Like I'm terrified. I don't know why, but one, it, once you I have to start using yeast. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm I fall asleep. Like I just right. not fall asleep, but I just get intimidated by it. And I know it's yeah. not that deep. I know in yeah. reality it's not that deep. But once you add something with yeast and it needs to rise, I'm yes. like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I think no. we, we might have mentioned this before, but baking to me is like more science. It's like more science yes. than anyone anticipates. And that's yes. why it scares me. Because okay. right, the yeast, the I I do not feel like I can season things and I feel like I am safe with seasoning. I've Same. never really had a situation, right? Where like I've gone overboard and was like, oh shit, I did like, I don't know, for whatever reason. I'm maybe it's just because I've been seasoning for so long that I, that I'm okay. And I feel like I won't, I can't really fuck anything up. Baking, I can fuck up. I can absolutely fuck it up very quickly, very easily. So that's why I am like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to have to follow the fucking. You have to, because that's what's like, you're right. Like that's why baking is definitely more scientific because you can Mm. veer off a little, you can say, Oh, it's a third of a cup. But if you put a little less than a third of a cup, it changes the chemistry. Yep. Yep. It doesn't yeah, taste I mean, right. I guess, you know, for simple shit like a, a a cookie, like I can bake cookies, like whatever. That's not no, typical. I, can I mean, that, up. that I can really? Oh, I could uh, from scratch. Like if it's yeah. not if it's not cookie dough that I gotta cut and just put on a baking sheet. No, I I, oh. I believe I could I could fuck up some cookies. Like oh, like recipe okay. wise, I think I could mess it up. Huh. I think. Huh. I it, look, I haven't to I me, haven't that's done like a kid could as long as you know how to read, I think. <laughs> <laughs> For kids. You're like, hey, as long as you're, I don't know, literate, you literate, should be fine. You should make, at least you, make a batch you, of cookies from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> but 
after that, once there's, we're talking about breads and donuts and and all the many types of breads, like uh, mm-hmm. I just saw, like I was actually looking for things to do in the next few weeks, and I saw that there was like a um, a class for sourdough, and I was like, oh no, that's scary, oh, that's no. fucking scary, and it probably isn't. This is all in my head. This is just all I'm with in you. my crazy in Yentl's head of uh-huh. fear that. It will never rise. It will taste like shit. Mm-hmm. And don't waste your time. So. I I, like, I would love a sourdough uh, pizza. I've heard so many good things. A sourdough pizza? Yes. I, I, have, I have a few never, friends during yes. the pandemic. Who, uh, the pandemic? That's what we're, the pan, that's what we're the, calling yeah, it? The pandemic. You know, they were, everyone was baking bread and shit. And they were like, mm. well, let's try this on a pizza. And they made sourdough pizza, and they were like, bomb as fuck. So I'm like, I'm intrigued, but I'm scared. A sourdough pizza. I mean, look, it's not your pizza. You know, it's, it's not that. So let's, let's no, I, pump our brakes. But, you know, if you want to make a pizza at home, you have a sourdough starter, make your dough, and, you know, do a pizza topping. And I think I'm that's just, fucking brilliant. I'm I'm intrigued. It's because I do like sourdough and yes. I do like pizza. I'm yes. just surprised that 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 sounds like so revolutionary to me. I'm like, oh my god! Like that's why I'm I'm having my moment of like during what? the pandemic and oh, thinking of shit to it. do and yeah. things to eat. So yeah, a lot of more uh, adventures during that mm-hmm. shutdown time of life. But yeah, I, you know, yeah, I'm just I'm a pussy. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's the final that's the conclusion. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. You know, speaking of the pandemic and just hobbies <laughs> and especially from like a cooking standpoint, I am I am surprised I never tried to like make a bagel. Like another I, one. I another one me, thinks people right? did. Yep. Yeah. Did, oh, you had friends that did bagels? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who yeah. are these people? Who was that? People were like trying making? shit. Look, I live alone, so I said, okay, there will be one day a week that I will li- like make a really cool meal. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get into the baking stuff. Like I'm just intimidated by it. But I would make like a whole leg of lamb. Like I was doing some crazy shit too. You're like experimenting. Beria. Like, yeah, I, I know. What? It was I know. I know. You, but that's like on the food side. But I would have it. The problem is when you live alone, I was eating it for like four days and you know, right. it gets tired. But yeah, that's what I would do. That's where I experimented. But baking I didn't really fuck with. But a lot of people did the baking, especially when you live with people. You can, you know, have bread or whatever type of good and um, but no, right. I did not touch it. But people were really getting people down really with the get down, baking, yeah, yeah. yeah. just doing breads, pizzas, mm-hmm. donut. Wow, mm-hmm. bagels. I did. I want to know. You can tell me offline. I want to know who was out there doing bagels. Like, oh, okay. I thought I, I was I just like naming something crazy. No, and you were like, that's no, not no. Crazy. I have friends who were like, wow. It's, I, I mean, I think if you know how to make dough, it's pretty easy nope. you're just like boiling right, well, with molasses and look be- okay. you just named i mean is dough like cookies is it if i if i can read it's not can cookie I make dough? dough nikki my <laughs> god i'm saying <laughs> what you said about <laughs> shut your mouth hey you know what actually you you're fucking with me but you know what <laughs> i bet you a fucking cookie dough bagel would be delicious you I'm know gonna what? figure out a way to make it <laughs> 
I will figure it out. You Cookie just... dough, motherfucking bagels. All you right, heard it Nikki. here first. So, okay, whatever. Hi, everyone. Um, hi. Uh, hi. Nikki's nuts. Um, and you don't want to eat her food. Not Definitely not baked goods. Wow. Just don't eat the baked goods. Look, I know Nikki can make great Jamaican and Puerto Rican food. Mm. Um, mm. But I'm not touching her baked goods. That's it. That's all right. I I'm gonna work on it. Um, it is fall, so I will I will try. Maybe I will start with the apple cider donuts. I will I will. That start sounds with that. really good, though. Maybe maybe me those. and my mom that'll be one of our activities this month is <sighs> to make an apple cider donut. She those likes to so... bake, and that's another reason why. Now that I live with my parents, I'm like. My mom loves to fucking bake. I'm not trying it. I'll just get her to do it. So maybe that's do something you, I'll say. Hey, do mm. you want to do this together? And really, she does it. Shh, I, I got to whisper that part. I got to whisper that part. Like, hey, you want to do it? I'll just get all the ingredients together yeah. and put them on the table. Yeah. And then I'll just let you work your magic, mom. I'll just watch you. Here. Oh, what's that? <laughs> How do you do that? And all of a sudden, it's done. Did you, growing up, were your parents big on, well, one, were they big on cooking? And two, were they, were you, were they big on sort of like teaching you how to cook and sort of asking you to join them and making dishes with them? Was that like yes, a part so, of your, oh. For sure. So especially on the cooking side, like mm-hmm. my parents was just like, you know, for survival, mm-hmm. you're going to learn how to cook, you know, yeah. like. It don't need to be gourmet if that's what you decide to do, whatever, cool. But you're going to learn the fucking basics. So, you know, by age eight or nine, I knew how to make an egg, Mm -hmm. like a fried egg, because I love fried eggs. Um, And I still do. So that, Mm -hmm. you know, funny enough, I think about the early years of making a fried egg. And it's just, you don't, I I mean, I still have problems flipping a fucking egg. But back then, (laughs) it never it would always break. The egg would always oh. break and it was either too hot or, you know, it was just a mess. But, you know, right. I still have problems, but it's not as bad as it used to be. But yeah, I mean, I've I've gotten burns and things mm-hmm. and you just kind of got to do it. And, you know, my, my parent, both my parents work full time. So no one was mm-hmm. home in the mornings. I walked to school alone. When I came home from school, I probably had an hour or two before my parents came home. So like... Mm-hmm. If you was hungry, you better figure some shit out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't making gourmet meals or even a full meal, but, you know, I definitely watched my parents make food and I would say, oh, mommy, can I try? And then she'd teach me and then she'd let me do it next time. So, yeah. Oh, that's not, I didn't really, that wasn't, um, a big part of me growing up. Not, not like making meals together. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like. You know, it's it's weird. I feel like my dad was the big cook. Like he okay. was the one that kind of was in charge of dinner time. And I don't know my recollection or my impression was that like I don't know. he didn't want us in the kitchen doing uh, stuff because okay. probably we would mess it up. Um, I think he was like very particular about his uh, his meals. Um, fair, totally fair, because my dad was a Jamaican one. So, but you did know, he teach he may- you anything? Like this is how you make this. You know, it, I think he, so when we finally, I'll say for myself, I don't know what the experience was like for my brothers, but I know once I got a little bit older, so like one of my favorite, favorite meals he would do, it would be this like mackerel and green bananas dish. And it was like a stewed mackerel, like 
And I know folks are probably that like, sounds what? amazing though. Oh, it, it is so good. Like it's definitely a recipe that I want to try and at some point make on my own. But I remember that was like a big thing he would do on like Sunday mornings, you know, and we would, we would like see our grandparents, our Jamaican grandparents and Queens on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then on our way home, we would stop by the West Indian supermarket, pick up all the stuff we needed. And then Sunday morning would be, you know, the, the mackerel and, and green bananas. But um, once I got a little bit older, like probably like, huh, maybe like 13, maybe like right before high school, I yeah. do remember like my dad trying to uh, teach me and I was like very you know, I was just like, I don't want to do that. I, uh, eh, I'm tired. I want to sleep in. You know what I mean? Like just being, oh, a, no. I know, I know. But I, I did <laughs> periodically, I would, I would help out, but I didn't get to a place where anything was mastered. I think at, at the farthest I got was just being able to boil the bananas. And he was like, okay, like <laughs> you, you got this now next is the mackerel. And just, yeah, I just remember being very, um, uh, a little bit of a whiny brat, but also like kind of terrified because the dish, it just, it looked like a lot, like it had a lot going on. And I was just like, I don't think I can do this. But um, yeah, it's something I would like to learn now being, being an adult because that shit, it is fucking delicious. Mm. And it's just crazy how like certain foods just like bring you back to, to a time and in, oh, yeah. in your life. Yeah. But um yeah, man. I it's something I want to try and do. Um, did your mom have any like your mom or your dad have any dishes that were like that stood out for you growing up? Oh, um, well, there's one, but I think this might be a little controversial, but I love it. So I don't care. OK. Um, liver and onions. Love it. <laughs> love it. OK. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I know. Love it. I my mom made it I, like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, "God, this is still fucking delicious." Still <laughs> this you day, could, you got you have got to help me with this. What okay. w- besides the liver and onion? I obviously how what is in it? Like you're not okay. So first and foremost, you're not the only one that I have heard talk about. Fucking if you have liver Jewish friends, they eat this. <laughs> mm, okay. Yes. I yes. do. I feel like my mom loved her some like liver and onions too, but we never okay. made it. I mm-hmm. what, what? How is it seasoned? Like, is it like a red sauce? Like, what? What are we doing? So, how so are we- um, it depends. So, like, my, mm-hmm. growing up, my grandma actually, my dad's mom, perf- mm-hmm. I guess she, I would say perfected. But uh, the story is, she taught my mom how to do it. She would mm-hmm. make it with a, a brown gravy. But I'm not a gravy girl, so that's not my jam. But okay. uh, just you know, I guess Jewish style is like flouring the calf liver, mm-hmm. flouring it a light flour. Obviously, season. Put your mm-hmm. seasonings, your herbs, whatever you want to put in there. However, you want to flavor it up. That's mm-hmm. cool. And then lightly brown it with a little olive oil and butter because the butter mm-hmm. gives a good flavor. Brown on both sides. Once it's browned, you add the um, the onions, like raw onion cut up, sliced up. Mm-hmm. It will brown in the oil and butter and, and onions is a good flavor as well. And they will literally, uh, you know, um, soften. Yeah. <laughs> and then some people eat it with rice. People eat it with potatoes, however you want to eat it. But that's it. And it's I think it's phenomenal. 
Um, and it doesn't get a crust because it's like a, it's not like a, a chicken batter. It's just a lightly fried. So it gets a right. mild, like a soft little crust on it, but it's not mm. like crusty at all. You can't even, honestly, if you didn't know you put flour on it, you wouldn't know. You probably wouldn't know. Flour. Yeah. 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 Um, and I love it. If you, but I think liver in general is a very uh, particular it's taste. It yeah, is. Taste. It is. So if yeah. you don't like minerally things, you're not going to mm. like liver. But if you do, then you, who, then you good. are, you're going to it's town. It's so good. I love it. It's like so good. <laughs> I, I had it once. Mm-hmm. I, I do not know why. Cause I, I'm fairly certain it was not, my parents didn't make it. I feel like somebody, maybe we had a family friend and they brought it over or something. Okay. And it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't bad, but it was one of those things where like, I don't think they told me what it was before I had it. So I like mm-hmm. took a bite because um, my parents love to do this shit. Like, I definitely remember this where it's like they wanted me to try new things and like wouldn't and tell me what, tell it you was. what it was. Right. Yes. And then like later be like, ha ha ha, you just had this. So I I remember trying it and the the flavor of it was good. But I just remember chewing what I thought was like a weird steak and the <laughs> texture yeah, yeah, being okay. different and being like, yeah. this is weird. And then my dad's Soft. like, or, yep, yep. Like, but also kind of like, I do low key remember it. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like this, but like a little gritty, like. It's a little gritty. Yeah. A little gritty. Okay. So, right. And then like chewing in and being like, this is different. And my mom was like, it's liver. And I was like, oh no, you fucked up because now I'm not going to finish this. Like maybe, maybe if I didn't know it was liver, maybe, cause it mm-hmm. did taste good. The flavor profile was yummy, but it was just like the texture of it. And that's what caused me to sort of ask my mom, you know, what, what is this? This is weird. The steak is kind of like, I don't know. Why is it, why does it feel like this? This is bizarre. And she's like, yeah, liver. And I was like, oh no, you can take this back. Take this <laughs> dish back, mom. I am not well, doing this. One day I'll, you'll have to do a redo as a grown up. As a grown-up, okay. Um, maybe I can make it for you um, or someone Ooh. or something because I love it. And um, if you're an iron-deficient girl like me, it's helpful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, With that and just fucking delicious. Yep. It's good. I, you mm-hmm. know, Get past the whole what body part you're eating. If you eat meat, you eat a lot of weird <laughs> shit. So let's move on True. from that. But True. It's, it's very good. If it's flavored and seasoned appropriately, it's bomb as fuck. And, uh, it's just a good, uh, it's an old school meal for sure. I don't think a ton of people eat it, but I don't know. I, I, maybe people, more cultures eat it than I think, uh, cause it's sold in Texas cause we just had some. So maybe the Latinos eat it as well in some form of fashion. Yeah. Yeah. It's sold here. Oh, maybe. So maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe my mom made it. Cause you know, my mom being, being the, that Puerto Rican side, maybe it is. Maybe like Latinos do. yeah, yeah. I, it might be bigger than where you know, than just like the Jews, right? Um, so. Right. Okay. Well, I'll 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 wait until uh, I come and visit, and yeah. we can head out, or you can whip some up for me. Because, I'll whip it up. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that on my own over here. I'm gonna wait until <laughs> I'm with somebody <laughs> to try that. <laughs> 
Oh goodness. Well, how was your weekend? What did you, you... know? <laughs> I know we were trying to figure that we out tra- earlier. I was like, <laughs> I must not have done anything this weekend because I don't remember a fucking thing uh, from the weekend. So, um, nothing. I think, you know, coming mm. from the previous weekend before that was like me in Houston and seeing Beyonce. I was just like, I just want to like do a weekend of nothing. Um, so I kind of laid low. I don't even think I went out to dinner. No, I didn't even go out to dinner. I honestly, I have nothing for you. Maybe a couple of television shows. Um, I watched, uh, excuse me. I watched this really good documentary on max. If you guys are interested, Mm -hmm. um, it was, I believe it's called white savior. Okay. And it is about a woman who started from America, American woman who like started a nonprofit in God, what country is that? And I got to look it up because I feel like such a jerk. White savior <laughs> complex, by the way. She started mm-hmm. a nonprofit in Uganda and okay. uh, this, it was aimed at keeping uh, some of the, the children of Uganda, like fed, you know, uh, one of the big causes of death for children in Uganda is starvation mm-hmm. um, and being malnourished and all the things that come with being malnourished. And she was, I think, really young when she flew over to Uganda and wanted to start this whole thing. And she was so expired. And let's be clear about her background also, because I think this is very important. She mm-hmm. is like a uh, evangelical Christian from Virginia, uh, the, the other part of Virginia, not the liberal part of Virginia. So a conservative mm-hmm. white woman wanting to preach the way and, and have service. And I don't think those things are necessarily bad, but in mm-hmm. this situation, as the name of the, uh, documentary says why savior complex that idea of helping people who may not necessarily need to be helped kind of mm-hmm. takes over and she goes to Uganda she starts this nonprofit it's you know it, it's running fairly well however she is doing things remember this girl just got out of college she has no medical background she just wants to help people but yeah. in this way she's portraying herself to the Ugandan public as some sort of medical professional. She wears mm. a stethoscope. She's bringing in kids. She's, a, she's doing IVs. Um, she's giving medicine. She's doing all of these things and have zero background. She she's not no a doctor. She's not a nurse. Nothing? She's not Indian chief. She's nothing. So, nothing. Yes. So while <sighs> these kids are in her care, some of them are dying and sh- and granted oh, no. and, so, and a lot of them she's helping but a lot mm-hmm. of some of them also died but when you are operating this nonprofit and people think you're a doctor because you look like a doctor there's clearly a language barrier and again you are a white woman they mm-hmm. don't know. They're not Googling your credentials or lack thereof. They just see this white lady trying mm-hmm. to help my kid. My kid is dying. He's sick. He or she is sick. Please help my kid. Yeah. And in that, um, in that whole scenario, she, you know, kids also died. But yeah. I, the problem is she's saying, you know, a lot of her argument is because she's also interviewed. Um, she's like, well, yeah, a, f- a few kids did die under my care, but also I helped a ton of kids mm-hmm. and I get that. But in America, if you were doing the same thing in America without any type of medical license, nothing, 
you have oh, nothing. Shut down. Yeah, you, there's, there's, you would be yeah. in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck and, the shutdown like, immediately. Like you would go to right. jail. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're so right. Yep. That rule needs to. I mean, it doesn't transfer to Uganda. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you can't you can't run a business that way. That would never happen in the United States. And yeah, uh, there is this weird thing with evangelicals historically going to Africa, um, parts mm-hmm. different parts of Africa, and wanting to help the helpless. And it's like, but do they really need help? Or do you mm. think they need help? Yeah. It, it, you know, I mean, yes, of course, everyone can needs help, you know, in some form or fashion. Fuck, I need help. But like, yeah. if, but <laughs> if it wasn't yeah. for some white person that, you know, is trying to do right by God, quote unquote, and, you know, it's hurting people along the way. And yeah, I want to help you, but I also want to spread Christianity, um, you know, it's just, it just, it's like just a lot of things there. And I, I really enjoyed the documentary. Um, she doesn't, she, she, it's funny because she didn't understand like what neo-colonialism is. Well, I don't think she just probably understood what colonialism was, but this neo-colonialism, it just kind of blew over her head. She even said like, I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, okay. So like, you don't know you've been colonizing uh, Africa, the continent <laughs> for the mm-hmm. last like hundreds of years and bringing right. your everything over and, 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 and not just bringing things over, it's taking things from mm-hmm. them and resources and all of these things that they could have had, if not mm-hmm. for white people and white culture in general, taking from them, but leaving them very little. Um, but yeah, she didn't get any of that. And you know, her guys is, I was just trying to help. I did help right. people, but I was like, but you also kill people. Um, yeah. And things could have been avoided if you were a licensed professional, but you were just well, a like, kid. Just, yeah, I she don't didn't know. have any, I got no. so many questions. So like, no. okay. So she has no training, but like, so how no. long did she do this? How long was she uh, like? Years. Years. Okay. Yeah. So no, she doesn't have anybody on staff that like she would is have, a medical professional uh, or a doctor would visit once in a while, a nurse would visit once in a while, but there wasn't anybody mm. permanently on staff that was a okay. doctor or a nurse. She did have um she hired like this a, a white lady um mm-hmm. that actually was a nurse and she was kind of one of the first whistleblowers like okay that's what hey, i was gonna ask yeah hey man yeah, i'm here yeah. i'm here trying to help you're doing things that i would never do and i'm a fucking licensed professional you don't know what yeah. you're doing she was the first whistleblower and she was definitely interviewed for the documentary like i don't this is not right you should not yeah. be administering this you have no idea what the hell you're doing i would she would like i would question her and she had no idea and she's just like well it just needs to get done i'm like She's like, no. So yeah, I mean, yeah. along the way, there were there were people, locals in Uganda that would come, you know, if especially if something was a high emergency. But mm-hmm. you know, some of the issues that she encountered was that, yeah, if if she had a kid that was not doing very well, she'd take him to the ER, the local ER, mm-hmm. and they'd say, We have a, a thousand other kids who have the same issue. I can't, we can't take him or her right now. And so she's mm. like, so what do I do in that situation? What do I do yeah. when I get refused at hospitals? Um, so I'm going to so, try to help as much as I can. Mm. And sometimes that didn't work out. So okay. I think and, you know, mentally she was, she, she, I don't think she, this wasn't sinister in her part. It wasn't sure. like, I'm going to kill these kids. Ha 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 ha. But mm-hmm. it was not, it was, it was ragtag and unprofessional and not 
appropriate to be doing. Right. So did she... In so, <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, that's so right. So ultimately, I guess that's my question. She got shut like, down. There was a couple of whistleblowers. Okay. Other, yeah. Interesting enough, there was some white whistleblowers like, hey, we're <laughs> hey, writing to lady. Uganda. Like, uh, this lady's yeah. been fucking operating as a clinic and she has no license and no one does there and what the fuck. So they finally mm-hmm. shut her down after years. But yeah. it took a while, a long time because Uganda's poor. Mm-hmm. Uganda uh, really, in some ways, it's this weird relationship they have with these sort of nonprofits where you need you, they need you. Yeah. Um, they want you to be operating and functioning because you do help people. So mm-hmm. they didn't really want to shut it down. And, you know, he, she's international. She's getting money from donors, uh, right. money that they can use as the community. So it's this weird symbiotic relationship she had with Ugandan officials that most mm-hmm. not white nonprofits from other countries have where. Well, they're helping us, so we kind of want to like not really fuck with them because they are bringing resources and access to the community. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a fucking line, man. And finally, they were like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, that's enough. We need to shut this down." Yeah, was it? Yeah, was there like a particular? I mean, all the spoilers. I'm still gonna watch this because I this is very interesting to me. But like, was there a particular case or? situation that occurred where it really like it forced people to kind of stop and really look into there it because it sounds like deaths. Yeah. there were a couple uh, of deaths okay. that was like the red like hey this woman's this woman's killing people and no one's mm. no one's yeah so yeah and then like okay. uh there was a formal lawsuit between uh, some of the moms uh mm. filed a suit against her in ugandan court and there was eventually mm. a settlement um but yeah, I mean, a little money for Americans, but you know, good money for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still want you to watch because there's some, there's a lot of other elements here, and mm. um, it was a really good documentary. It, it's a couple of episodes, but not super long episodes, so you can get through it pretty quickly. Yeah, no, that's that is intriguing because I, I'm, I mean, just like a major question I have is like. I wonder what allowed her to continue for as long as she did. Like, was it, I I'm sure it's like the interplay of race and yes. religion, you know, yes. was it because, because it's All under of the, the guise of yeah, funding, yeah. you know, the fact Fund- that right, right. Yeah, they're getting yeah. funded and, and, mm-hmm. and generally helping the community at large by money that's coming from outside of Uganda. So it's like, if you got, if you're going to shut down a facility that is, you know, in a way doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not like, you know, Hitler where she's like, you know, exterminating right. people. It's just sinister from right. the jump. It's not, right. it's not yeah. coming from a bad place, but what she's doing is inappropriate. I don't care how you want to slice it. It's unethical. It's inappropriate. It's something she should not be doing. It's illegal. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was, there's complications in that, you know, and, and that part of Uganda has been flooded with those similarly situated nonprofits for probably way older than us, probably since, mm-hmm. you know, early 1900s where uh, between the religion and whites coming over thinking they are saving a world. Um, right. So there's like a long history of that type of service in that, in that region. And it's right. like, okay, I don't, you're sending it, you're sending a notice like, Hey, I'm shutting y'all down, but as they should have, but I understand mm-hmm. the, the reasons why they kind of wanted to back off for a while because, 
Yeah, it's, right, it's complicated. It's probably, they wanted to do right. stuff with her. They were bringing, right. she was bringing money and resources into a community that doesn't have money or resources. So it's complicated. Right. Right, right. And I'm sure initially it's probably, you know, because healthcare is healthcare mm-hmm. and there are always just inherent risks. So there, you know, if people, you know, no one wants to see anyone die, obviously, but, but it's like the, if, I'm sure initially it's probably just a question of like, okay, well, is this something that she's, is she creating the risk or was this something that like, Unfortunately, oh, she definitely this would have is been... creating the risk. She's well, unlicensed. No, no. Oh, <laughs> sure. But, oh, but I'm saying, like, but I'm saying initially, like, from oh, right from yes, the outside yes, looking yes, in, it's yes. like you know, I could see someone initially getting wind of, hey, there's some weird stuff happening, and someone initially being like, oh, you know, doing the. I don't say playing the numbers game, but just sort of well, being yeah. like, well, I mean, okay. Kids you are know, dying how many from people- starvation there. So right. like that is the right. thing that rec- happens every day in that community. So yeah, right. I'm sure right. at first it was like, okay, well what's happening happens all over mm-hmm. this. Exactly. This city. Right. So right. how right. do we quantify? Is it something she's doing? D- exactly. You know, or it was going to happen Versus- anyway. Anyway. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So I could see that being the initial whatever. Mm-hmm. And then slowly but surely it's like, nah, but like, <laughs> by the way, um, I don't know if y'all know this. She has no medical training whatsoever. Yeah. So- and, and she's cosplaying a doctor. She's cosplaying. Just- she's, she's wearing a fucking stethoscope all day. The, I, I will, that will never, how? That didn't sit sit well with me at all. But just the fact that like, I feel like every month I have this conversation with somebody where I am always, I, I read something in the news where it is somebody who has just got a neurotic, I don't know if neurotic's the, the, the right word, just, just a, a, insane and probably unwarranted level of confidence Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. something that, Mm -hmm. that I do not understand. And I have been doing my job for over 10 years and there still are days where I'm like, I'm, I get mad at myself because I'll catch myself responding to a question. And like, my voice just like kicks up. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's like mm-hmm. I don't have that same level of confidence, but there are mm-hmm. really people out in the world who know they don't know, who know they fake it they till they make know. it, girl. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had I that. Never. I could never. No. I could never. Like what? What? How? How do you get to that place? Like this woman must have just. I don't know if she's just right, certifiably nutso, or. Is it is it the thing of I think it's you, race involved. Yeah, no and race. They, yeah, yeah. They they also hit this really interesting point, and uh this is the last thing I'll share without ruining mm. the entire um docu do, um sorry, documentary. Um, mm. you know, coming from a evangelical community, which is typically run by men, mm. white men in particular, um, mm. they are the heads of that community. And mm. When these women, because mostly it's women who go to these uh, countries and, you know, help Mm. out or whatever form of fashion that takes, they would go there. They're leaders. They are white women. They're leaders. They are confident about their skills, something that they can't really do Mm -hmm. in the United States. Um, Mm. But because of their race in a place Mm. that needs so much resources 
And, right. you know, I hate to say this, their white people are still looked at as authoritative and they know mm. what they're saying and they know what they're doing. And clearly, wh- whether or not she was licensed for anything, right. may, you know, people see that as some sort of leadership. Yeah. And that's something that confidence she probably got there versus in her own community, which is sure. typically run by a white male. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That is, I, I get it, but Jesus. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to definitely watch because that is, I, I just hear these stories and I'm, I'm always, well, the other thing I was going to say is, yeah, I definitely think there's, there's a race element. I also think that, um, so this, this documentary makes me think of now this, this is, absolutely criminal mm-hmm. um but the do you remember i think there was a docu-series but i did see like a dramatization of it uh, and also i think it was a nurse in jersey who like they found him years later that like he had killed a bunch of patients like okay. he was kind of doing he was like hopping from different hospitals and they came to find out that he was like killing patients by like giving them like a lethal dose of some some medication, whatever it is that like stops your heart. I I don't fucking know. But he in the docuseries, I think they explored it where there sort of is this feeling of like he convinced himself like he was ultimately doing good. Okay. Like, like that's what kind of like there was still this element of when you saw interviews with him or when the cops were talking to him, there was like this disconnect because he was just like, well, these are people that were like at the end of their, you know, lives. Maybe they were they were terminally ill or mm-hmm. just chronically ill and their quality right. of life was poor. So that's kind of what, you know, I don't know, was the not the motivator, but like how he justified it in his head to like engage in certain behavior. Like I know this is a little different from the the white savior but I think situation. The, but I think it's the it's still the same because she definitely I mean even in the, her interviews being in this yeah. documentary she doesn't see anything wrong with any of this oh okay so she really is she's still like hey she's at the end of the convinced. day like I, I yeah. was doing the right thing I was helping people and I'm sad that right. I can't keep doing that so I think the the premise is still the same mm-hmm. that they really do they are convinced that mm-hmm. they the good outweighed all the other stuff. Weighs the, whatever yes. the potential bad is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's nuts. Just bizarre. I just, okay. Well, I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, yeah. You said it's on max. That's yes. The, on max. That's right. Fine. All right. Well, now I know what I'll be doing tonight. Watching, watching three hours of this, uh, docu. It's hobby too, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's not it. That's not it. I could do that. Yeah. I could definitely do that. Oh but anyway, gosh. what the hell did you do this weekend? I, I talked. That was no. my crazy. I had no crazy. No, I just no. vegged out. What did you do? I I didn't do much either. Um, I vegged out, although I cannot remember what I watched. But we uh, we got to experience uh, firsthand um, the flooding that occurs in uh, oh, in Hoboken. I saw uh, on the internet. I saw. You saw? Did you see the all I, the I crazy? I didn't see Hoboken. I saw uh-huh. the other side of the river. I saw Brooklyn. Saw I Brooklyn. saw. Yeah, yeah. everybody's underwater. Uh-huh. And uh yeah, so how did you fare out? 
Uh, it was crazy. Um, so I, before we moved here, I have these crazy, ridiculous, they almost look like fisherman boots. They're like okay. these crazy rain boots that come up to your knees. Okay. I was like, I'm going to get rid of these uh, for a while. You? I was contemplating. No, I did not. I Thank held on to them. I was like, fuck it. Let me just, let's just see. Let's just see if I will ever use these. Uh, girl, I did mm-hmm. that. Uh, use them on Friday. The... So the water, like right in the the block we are on, so the the street where our apartment is, was fine. Our block was fine. But girl, if you turn the corner, like on both ends, it was just rivers. Like I don't even, oh I God. don't understand. I I meant to, I probably, I should have done this for, in preparation for our recording, but I did want to sort of like do research and try and figure this out. I I do not understand it. I don't understand how this town is built. I don't not I very don't, well. But like, but, but, it's you're, crazy. but you're on the water. But there, I do not like. How do you fix it? I guess that's ultimately <laughs> where I want to go. How do we fix this? How do people? we move on how, for this? Yeah. How do we? How do we ensure this doesn't happen every time it rains? Now, granted, I know. Friday was like legit flash flood, like just a whole bunch of rain in a short period of time. I know that that's, you know, rare, yada, yada, whatever. But like also, I don't know. Global warming has me feeling a type of way. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like we're just going to keep it's seeing getting worse. shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, how, how do we fix this? And that's the part I don't understand from a city planning perspective. Like how, how does it work? Like. Cause I, I ended up going, so this, this is how stupid I was. So I, I get up and I'm like, Oh, it's raining. It doesn't look that bad. So I go to step outside. I'm like, Oh, well, let me put on these boots. Cause it looks a little crazy. Let me just, yeah, let me just put them on, turn the corner. Cause I'm trying to go to my, my, uh, one of my top coffee spots, get some coffee, turn the corner, just river, like basically up to my knees. Still, I'm like, well, I'm out here. So might as well keep moving. And so go to the coffee shop and the guy is trying to fill me in. And he said, um, how did he, how did he describe it? He said that like, apparently further West, they did something where like, they built a reservoir like under a park so that Mm -hmm. the idea is like all the water would be collected. And with this system of underground piping, I don't fucking know all the water would kind of get pushed out to the park under this park. And then once the rain stops and things settle, then I guess they reverse the pumps or something. And then it starts shooting the water back out. So it kind of like collects it and then shoots it back out. I don't understand. I don't know. Hmm. Um, That was one thing he described. And then he said, the other crummy thing is I guess how thing I, I don't know how the systems work with the piping and plumbing, but he said that he had to immediately like shut off, I guess the, the water or whatever for his bathroom mm-hmm. because it will get like all the sewage would start like coming up at some point. Like that's, that's a threat that like, I guess wow. folks that are on the first floor have to be prepared for. I don't understand it. I know I'm talking a lot of crazy I don't know that this man had me standing there and I was like, I don't understand this town. I don't understand what's going on. 
I, I want to be part of the solution, not the problem. How do we fix this? Oh, and I don't know. Oh man, I, I, I yeah. I think whatever. Uh, as you start getting involved in uh, elections, um, <laughs> the local, the, the like, local, local elections, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like uh-huh. that should be something. I mean, I'm, I, I'm. This is not the first time it's flooded. I mean, even, I, even when I lived in New Jersey, I've learned over the course of my life about how bad Hoboken floods when there's inclement mm-hmm. weather. So this is the for and snow as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is something that's been happening, but you're right. Like as climate change is continuing, this, it, mm-hmm. the issues are only going to increase. New York city should not have been like that, but it was. Right. So these, these uh, issues are going to happen frequent, more frequently than, you know, in other years. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think, you know, as you get involved in local elections, that should be something that every candidate, local candidate should be talking about. Yeah, because I, I just, I couldn't understand it. Like when I'm saying like rivers, mm-hmm. rivers, and then you'd walk one block and you'd think you were safe and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I get it because I'm in a lull here. And okay, that's why this street is flooded. Nope, you round the corner, another another flood area. So I just couldn't, for the life of me, I could not understand it. I couldn't, I don't know. So yeah, maybe, maybe it, I will get involved because they like, I should have sent you some of the pictures, but it just looked crazy. Absolutely insane. Well, and that I, was I a nice even... welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> 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 when the snow starts, God bless. Oh my God. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to know. We thought we thought the worst of it was trying to figure out when we throw out our trash. No, baby. Because like, oh, because the trash, like that was a whole other thing, like figuring out what days which days you put out this trash and recycling and blah, blah, blah. And then the flood came and we were like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. We, we got a nice welcome. We got a nice well, welcome. Fortunately, uh, your unit is not on the ground floor because this would be a different conversation right now. So, oh, I, yeah. I would have, you, I don't even know what would have happened. Mm-hmm. I, I would have, I would have broken a lease. I would have been like, <laughs> Hey, nope, that's it. Nope. We made a mistake. Yeah. We, we, we fucked up. We fucked up. We really fucked up. We fucked up so bad. We need to break this lease. So no. (laughs) (laughs) And I really, I, you know, I really, I, for folks who were not, because I was not familiar with Hoboken flooding until recently, like Mm -hmm. maybe a year or two ago when someone like, you know, a coworker filled me in and was like, no, that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Like Hoboken just, that's, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. So I really hope I was thinking about like the people who like just moved to Hoboken because they were like, oh man, I want to be close to the city, but I don't want to pay city prices. Hoboken's so great. And maybe they like got a great deal on an apartment and didn't realize they were in a flood zone. Mm-hmm. And then Friday happened and they were like, oh, that's why this apartment is only like $700 a month <laughs> because now it's it underwater. Yeah. It floods. It floods. So, um... That was uh, that was our weekend. We had to kind of switch our change up some plans that we had for the weekend because of the flooding. Because folks could not get to us, it was that crazy. And then, um, yeah, ended up just just chilling chilling at home for the weekend and just 
started watching Halloween movies. Ooh. That is our our thing. Started doing that. Uh, so that's it. We were we were pretty lame. We didn't really we didn't do a lot <laughs> this weekend. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's all I got about my weekend. Okay, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I mean, listen, we can get into motherfucking the best part of this show. I'm gonna do it. Let, okay. You know what? Let's just go. Let's do it. All Let's right. do it. Burr, 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 burr. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what time is this motherfucking New Jersey trivia? Trivia. All right, hold on. I'm getting my. Let me get my my phone out. Um, okay. It is getting harder and harder to come up with trivia questions, folks. But I, I did subscribe I, to a Jersey paper, so I am. I don't, but you know what? <sighs> All right. So I Girl, did you better get that pr- subscription for a dollar and move on. Oh, I did. But oh. now I'm concerned because now that makes me think you might know what I'm going to ask about because I, mean, I did the same I subscription. I don't look every day. I don't look every day. So All right, well, I, I'm not keeping tabs that hard. So. Okay, you might be though, because this was Maybe. this is this is front page. This oh, is front oh, page. Shit. All uh, right. All right. So okay, we were we were we briefly touched on it mm-hmm. uh before. Mm-hmm. Um Jewish Jewish cuisine, mm-hmm. uh, Jewish delis. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently there was a ranking that took place, uh NewJersey.com that uh ranked uh our delis, our Jewish delis. Okay. And I am going to ask you if you can, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. You might, you might know this. Can you, all right. I'm going to ask you to name, (laughs) I'm going to ask you to tell me the name of the deli that got first place. According to NewJersey.com. Now, before you go, that's crazy. There's so many Jewish delis. That's what I was How about to say. I ask you? Yeah. I know. But, but, and this might be a dead giveaway, but whatever, fuck it. Your fucking hometown keeps coming oh, I up. Know, I know what it is then. You fucking then, you <laughs> I know it. I do. I'm Bitch. like 99. It's like the, the spot in my hometown. Is it the, Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, then I have a feeling you know because, yeah, it's in your hometown and they got number one. All right, so, is it called Hobbies? Deli. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. It did? It got number one? Yes. I'm impressed. It got number one. All right. It got number one. Okay. Um, it, it is delicious. Hobbies Deli, I vouch for it. I think you can okay. take a train down to Newark and go mm-hmm. and get a nice huge mungus sandwich i prefer okay. it um it's definitely cheaper than going to cats in new york right um yep. and the food is just as good um you can get all the pastrami's and the chopped liver and all the things um, okay i love it it's a great place um i grew up going there there's another place that's not far i think we talked about a cooper's deli which is similar um okay. but yes i mean of course hobby deli is like i didn't know it would be number one though but yeah it got i couldn't yeah yep i was i when i first was like oh i'm gonna ask her this and then like literally two seconds before i did it i was like motherfucker it's from her hometown and i was like she's gonna know this but whatever (laughs) 
whatever. Newark is killing. I can't tell every single time. It's a historic city. Up. It's the big, the, the city outside of the city. So like, yeah, you know, everything prior to all the crazy and like the last, like the late 20th century, you know, Newark mm-hmm. had tons of immigrants, Jewish people, um, Italians, Spanish from mm-hmm. Spain and Portuguese from Portugal. There was just like so many, just like, you know, the baby, what was happening in New York City was happening in New mm. in Newark. Um, mm-hmm. So like, there's so much. I love going to Newark be- for that reason because mm-hmm. I don't have to leave my city and I can get five million cuisines within like a few blocks of each other. Um, yeah, yeah, and and because it just it was so cultured. Now, due to white flight and the riots in the '60s, a lot of people left the city, but. Mm-hmm. People still have roots there. People still have restaurants there. They typically didn't take their businesses with them if they, you know, they they stayed. So like yeah. those those restaurants and and things are still there. Maybe new ownership, but like the recipes and the the food, it's still happening. So <coughs> I love going back when I go because it's like, oh, I can get this, I can get that, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm gonna move for Italian, Spanish, Puerto Everything. Rican, uh, yeah, Puerto Jamaican. <coughs> Uh, Jewish town, whatever mm-hmm. it's it's available. Yeah. So uh, I always I, I love Newark for that reason, and it's super cultural, and whatever you want, you can get. And again, you know, one of the great parts, and I still love this part, is our location. We're so close to New York City. You know, Everything. you can be in yeah. fucking New York City in fifteen minutes. It's amazing. So Everything. shout out to Newark, and I'm I'm still shocked that Hobbies was number one. What was number, number one? two? Number two, I'll give you the top five. Number okay. two, because I was looking let's to see, see if, if I recognize been. anymore. Sure. So let's see. Number two, ba, 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 ba. the the kibitz room Where's in that? Cherry Cherry Hill. Oh yeah, I don't know South Jersey. Okay, next. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, yep. Nope. Um, Epps Essen Essen in Livingston. That sounds familiar. I think I've been, I okay. definitely had bagels from there, but okay. 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 That's uh three. Number four is Deli King of Clark in Clark, Clark New, Jersey. New Jersey. Now I've, I went, I've been to Clark. Where's Clark? Many. Clark is south of Newark, but not, okay. I'm an, it's before central Jersey. <laughs> okay, just about to ask. It's before central Jersey. It's still northern okay. New Jersey, but just a little further Jersey. down the parkway. Okay, got you. Okay, so that's five. Or I'm sorry, that's four. Five is I have not heard any of these. Foster Village Kosher Delicatessen in Bergenfield. That's by you. Yeah, I I have not heard of this. Okay, I'm like I need to get my ass out. So that's five. I'll give you the top ten. So five. Um, this sounds familiar. Harold's New York Deli yeah, in Edison. Not, yeah, that sounds. I think okay. I've been there in, in uh, Rutgers when I was in school. Okay, we went okay, to gotcha. we went to Edison for all the food because Edison okay. has another area that's between all the cultures that are there: Indian, mm-hmm. all the things, mad food, oh, bomb ass food. Yeah. yeah, Edison's bomb. Okay, okay. that's Central yep. Jersey. We can tour that. that <laughs> so I'll go there. Yeah, I'll yeah, add it to my my. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Edison, New Jersey. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'll go there. Awesome. Uh, so let's see. That's six. Seven is, uh, this is also kind of by me. Kosher Nosh Deli in Glen Rock. Never heard of it. I've never heard. I'm like, where? But you know what's crazy? So as I'm like going through this list, 
at least for the ones that are like North North Jersey, mm-hmm. so Glenrock, I have a feeling it's in like a strip mall. Like you know it what I mean? Like you is. you'd there, have to these right? are not like, places of fancy. Right, yeah. right. But it's like it's not it's also one where it's like you're not it's not gonna be on some like crazy it's not like right off of I don't know, some major highway. No, it's like no, yeah, no, no. Like no. this is gonna be in like the center of town. Yep. You have to know that town in yep. order to know this place. So right. Uh, okay, so that's seven. Eight is Fred and Murray's kosher deli delicatessen in Freehold, New Jersey. That is that's central, I think. No, that's up by Freehold. you. No, Freehold. That's by Freehold you. Freehold is is north. Yeah, I thought Freehold was like off of Route uh, Nine. I thought that was like uh, almost by like Old Bridge and shit. I thought that was by you, but I could be wrong. I don't know. All right, I mean, whatever. I can, yeah, uh, nine is. Orchid kosher. Where's Manalapan? In- oh, you're right. I guess it is further south. Yeah, it's kind of, right. It's like kind yeah. of yeah, it's like central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um nine is Orchid Kosher in I have seen this town, but it's like one of those town names that I always I don't know how to pronounce it. Metuchen, M-E-T-U-C-H-E-N. Metuchen. Metuchen, see. That yep, is central Jersey. That's central. Oh my oh well. So- Look at us again. Just just oh. setting up Central Jersey. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, we could do their their marketing. Um, cause now with all these delis, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. actually go. Yeah. And the picture is of uh beautiful black and white cookies. So Ooh, oh baby. Right? Oh yeah. Right? What is it with the fucking black and white cookie? It doesn't make sense. It is the most basic of cookies, it's but basic for some as fuck. reason, it's so good though. It's my delicious. God. The most basic oh of my. basic, but it's delicious. Yeah, yeah Matuchin is right next to Rutgers. So, I mean, once we do our oh. Central Jersey tour, we can just head pop over. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got that one. And then let's see what's 10 to round it out. Now, this is, I think that's Richard's Deli in Long Branch. I mean, Long I Branch is not. a far, but I've never heard of that one either. Okay. I have never. Let me let me just look at the other. I'm just curious to see if any other ones. No, I do not. Oh, there's one in T-Neck. Noah's Ark in T-Neck. And, and by the way, I don't know if all our mm. listeners know what a Jewish deli is, but I'll, I'll just give you some quick facts. Um Yeah. So uh, the 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 Jewish culture part of it is like having cured meats, uh, like salami mm-hmm. and not, not salami. Well, they do have salami, but it's definitely kosher beef salami, mm-hmm. um, pastrami, um, liverwurst, uh, things that came from Eastern Europe. You know, like the, mm-hmm. all these types of meats that are cured and sliced and you know you have make sandwiches but mm-hmm. i you know i the americanized version of a jewish deli especially the delis that have survived uh in our region new, new york and new jersey and probably connecticut as well they kind of extreme ex- extreme how do you say that word become like extremists with it so like you know mm-hmm. you'll have two pieces of rye bread but it's covered in meat it is covered with all oh, the meat. Yeah. yeah it is like mm-hmm. you know these yeah. sandwiches aren't steroids so you could say oh i want a pastrami sandwich on rye with you know coleslaw on the side because you'll be eating on that sandwich for about three days yep yeah 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 like so I'm, as i'm scrolling through like all the winners like there's pictures from instagram mm-hmm. and they are they are gigantic yeah it is Monster. like you are getting it's almost as if you're getting pastrami with a side of bread yes like yes yes they are unbelievable like 
Ooh, and the mustard oh, and the oh. and the pickle and the pickle, yes. the dill pickle, yes. and you can get a choice of sour or not sour. I mean, <sighs> it's it's an art, it's a science, yeah. it's a culture, mm-hmm. it's all the things, and it's delicious. It's it, it's I, just it, a really good sandwich. When you want a yeah. sandwich, you go to a Jewish deli. Yeah, I I'm telling you guys like. Get, you could also get a subscription to NewJersey.com. Look at us doing... <laughs> Do it! Pro- cross-marking? Hire us, NJ.com. Hire us. Hire us. Please. We just, please. We just, we just I, really sold y'all. Look at what we did. Listen. We, we sold you on Central Jersey. We sold Jersey. you on... Team New Jersey, we mm-hmm. sold you on the elect- the subscriptions, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can get the subscriber exclusives. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. letting you know about the top 15 Jewish delis. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, check it out because the photos, like, unbelievable. Like, just the, oh, beautiful. Mwah. Like, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful photos. Like, I can taste the pastrami oh. from these photos. Uh. It's just, and that grainy, that, that mutt, like, it's not not that not the yellow. I like a yellow mustard. I like me some yellow mustard oh, on too. you know a hot dog, whatever. Me but, too. But we're talking about that grainy, yes. like ooh, yes. ooh, yes, that mustard on a pastrami. Oh, 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 and the cold. Okay, let me stop. Um, <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, that that was my contribution to trivia. I knew you had it the moment. I saw where the freaking deli was located. Shout out to Newark. Oh. Just, just winning, winning everything. I, you know, I love it. I, I, I can't even, I can't even hate. I can't because it's still Jersey, but yeah, it's Jersey. I do hate a little bit because right. that means Yentl gets, you get everything, <laughs> uh, everything. I feel like when in doubt, just say Newark. Like that's what, <laughs> that's going to be a new seg- segment. When in doubt, Newark. I'll like, say this. I know we're from mm-hmm. the Northern part of the state. I know. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I'm going to make a, make an actual effort, like a real effort. You see how I shaded the South Jersey, the Cherry Hill one. So mm-hmm. next, next, next week, my go, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to do something unique to the place I don't know, which is South Jersey. So get ready. Oh, I don't even. I know. Oh, that's, Same. That's going to be. I know. I know. The only thing I know. So when we were like clowning on the whole, the new map, the new tourism map yes. for Jersey. Uh, South Jersey is the shore to me. Like that, that's, mm-hmm. that's it. Like I, now I know. There's more to South Jersey than the shore points, but yes, that's yes. literally all I know. I couldn't name a single town that is inland. Like, I don't, I don't even, I don't know. So I'm going to tell you right now, whatever the question is going to be, you I will you're not, not know, gonna it. know Okay, I'm not going to know it, but right. I'm going to look at it as a learning experience. I will just accept what I don't know. And hopefully everybody else, our listeners will learn as well, because Nikki's not going to know. She's not. She's okay. going to pretend she's going to throw out some, she's going to name some towns and it may not be a town be... question. It's just going to be focused on something in South Jersey. Okay. Yeah. If it is, it, uh, all right, let's see what happens. Yeah. You let's may, see what you may know, you may shock the world. I will not shock unless it's Jersey math, unless you legit <laughs> ask another question and I get to do some crazy New Jersey math where I'm like, okay, how many people are there? Okay. 20 people. Okay. 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 Uh, what time of the day does it start? Okay. 
That's the only way maybe I get it. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say probably not. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. On that note, uh, shall we do uh, the Yentl, what has become the Yentl recap uh, for this episode? Um, I I see. This is why, you know, you don't do anything for the weekend. You kind of lose it. But uh, <laughs> well, watch White Savior Complex. Uh, do mm-hmm. not get flooded. So may if you are not into the floods, maybe not move to Hoboken. Um, do and if you decide to do apple cider donuts this weekend, oh. call me. I may just pop in. I may or at least get on webcam or one of those ski team Skype, whatever, <laughs> FaceTime mm-hmm. and watch mm-hmm. because yep. I'm still intimidated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, uh, that sounds awesome. Uh, everyone, thank you for um, listening to us yeah. another week. You're, you're the best. Uh, until next week, uh, keep it Jersey. Keep it Jersey, y'all. Yeah. Bye. Bye.